0: Another week of applying pressure. This week with my boy, Wesley. What's good, Brody? That's, that's How's everything good. going? Bad, bad, bad. appreciate you coming through today. So let's dive right into everything. So talk about yourself and introduce yourself to the people of Gump Nation. Yeah, man. Uh, my name is Wes. Uh, I play pro basketball overseas. Um, I'm from Miami, uh, North Miami Beach. And um, I- talk about, let's dive in talk about your overseas career. Talk about that. Uh, dope. Uh, for my first year, uh, I went to Bosnia. So talk about your first season in Bosnia. How did that go? Uh, first season, first season was good. Uh, it was, it was a lot different, you know, mm-hmm. Come from Miami all the way to another country. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it was a big culture shock. How was it? How was it? The culture different from Miami? How did it differ? Come on, man. Miami, <laughs> Miami. Right, come on. It's a, it's a whole nother life over mm-hmm. here. And over there, uh, to be honest, it was like a third world country over mm-hmm. there. So they've been through war, and a lot has happened to them over there. So uh, coming over there, and learning about the culture when you get there, and you know it's a it's a huge difference. But, and were they basketball? Were they into the sports over there? Were they big into basketball and everything? Um, because once we did good, mm-hmm. uh, it was it was more they were more into basketball, but particularly before they were more into soccer for real. Mm-hmm. So you so you kinda of brought in the you guys kinda of brought in the culture shift your first year, changing the whole culture around. Yeah. Uh <laughs> basically making them stay in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. And, and how deep that how that run go? How deep did that run go? Um, we made it to the to players game, uh mm-hmm. playoff game and uh point two games. And after that, uh the whole goal of that was to stay in the stay in the um, First league because mm-hmm. they just moved up from the first league from the second league. Right. So if we would have lost that, they would have to move back down again. So. And that was on and that was your first season that you guys did that. Yeah. well. Awesome. So yeah. where where are other, other other places you played besides Bosnia? Um. So this past uh year just now, uh, I just came back from Slovakia, mm-hmm. and um, it was it was probably one of the best teams I ever played for. Uh, it was number one in our conference. Mm-hmm. Uh, we played in three different leagues. And uh we got to travel to other countries at the uh, case of the team. So. And how was traveling? How was it traveling? Were you guys, you know, flights or how yeah. were you guys getting around? Uh flights. So uh for the most part in our league we uh took the bus and, mm-hmm. you know, but as far as like playing other leagues and other teams, we took uh flights to Hungary, mm-hmm. uh Switzerland, Poland and um one more else I forgot, but it was good, man. So it was actually so also talk about like the the, the environment, the the people and how do you adjust, you know, being an American, you know, a black American coming into these places, unfamiliar territory, how do you adjust with that? Um, you gotta it's it's, it's hard, you know? I mean, it depends on who you are. Right. I mean, more like all right, if you're gonna enjoy the process, you better just go on mm-hmm. in with it. Cause you know like sometimes, you know for an overseas player, uh majority of the time they're damn near one of the only black persons. Right. You guys one, yeah, yeah, exactly one, one per team. Yeah, one per team. Sometimes, I mean, in my case, my first year, I was the only black person in that country. Wow. Not, and not, 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 not necessarily country, right, but city. That Right. But my city. wow. Um, and how do they treat you any different, or you know, more respect? You know, being like a you know black athlete over there. Yeah, I mean more about it. Uh, I I took the approach of like looking at it like all right, they're either gonna love you or fear you, right. Right. Uh, none and you'd rather than love you. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, over there, they, they want well, Americans to come there for a reason. Mm-hmm. Uh, enjoy the fans and, you know, play basketball. Mm-hmm. But where was your, what would you say was your toughest country to play in? My toughest? Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I wouldn't really say it was really tough to, I mean, it's not tough to play right. basketball. Right. But just like the environment to adjust, you know, hard to adjust the environment, the people, um, and everything. If you had any, you know, yeah, um, I probably said my first year, mm-hmm. my first year. And what, what, what made it tough? What was tough about it? Um, it's my rookie year. Yeah, you know what I mean. So you want to come in like after I finished college? I didn't play uh, pro basketball mm-hmm. immediately. I stayed home for like a year, yeah. and then I had to. Uh, get my way to overseas. Right, and we'll, we'll talk about that, too, the Miami Pro Miami Pro did a big role in that, too. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Did. Yeah, because I know Miami Pro Am, you, you blew up in Miami Pro yeah, yeah, yeah. Was it a summer ago? Uh, no, yeah. one or two summers ago. Yeah. You blew up. Talk about how the Miami Pro helped you yeah. out and getting you more, you know, that scene. Yeah, I mean, more so, a lot of players come overseas, NBA players, mm-hmm. even local players right. are still good over here, right. too. So, um, I mean, I took it as a big advantage to, like, you know, get show myself what I could do, showcase what I could do to other players, NBA or overseas. And that pretty much helped me a lot, especially the team I had uh, in Miami Pro. I played for uh, Glenn Rice Mm -hmm. and you know, he big confidence booster. Right. Yeah, You know, so I took that approach and took that shit with me. Yeah, to the next level, yeah. Yeah. And another question too, like what was it the the overseas atmosphere, like break down your day to day? What were you doing from the time you woke (laughs) up to the time you went to sleep? All right, uh, you know, you freshen up. Uh, practice, usually you'll have like uh, two practices a day. Mm-hmm. So the first practice is basically like, you know, shooting around, doing yeah. drills, and other other half of the team will do uh, weight lifting, mm-hmm. conditioning, stuff like that. And then um, after that, you go about your day. So what I would like to do, uh, personally, I like to go out to the city mm-hmm. and see you. walk like, around. Yeah, look you got like to. You know, right. And plus, I don't want the fans to only see me when I want to play the game. We still want to interact with them, right? Uh, so you know they can think you're a good person, yeah, good, right, right, all around, all around person, right. So um, do that, get some food. Um, you know, you got another practice as mm-hmm. well. So I gave me another practice, and uh, well, probably almost two hours. It's like a real practice, mm-hmm. and after that. Um, it's basically on you. So I go home or like, you know, yeah, you go to the gym or do whatever you want, yeah, relax or yeah, so you just enjoy the city mm-hmm. or, you know. And how was like that transition? Do do people like, for example, where, how did you have any teammates that didn't speak English or at the point where you were the only person on the team that speaks English and it's hard to adjust or speak to certain teammates? How was right. that? Uh, my first year was the toughest, I would say, because uh, I was too far from. America. Right. So like they didn't really know. Damn. any Yeah. Damn. yeah so know. English wasn't even like. so no, yeah. uh, I mean you'll have like players on the team that.
1: Um, maybe un- understood
0: it a little bit yeah, and spoke and a song. They have to translate right. To you, so right. the coach is talking and drawing that play stuff like that. But well, how was team. that? Is that hard? Is that hard to do? I feel like it's not easy for some people. Like having to have a translator tell you this or I need you to tell this to him. Like how do you adjust in the middle of the game? Like you know how do you get that done? Man. Uh, sometimes you just got to figure it out yourself. Right. Or sometimes um, you just got to trust what he's saying mm-hmm. or, you know, pick up anything that you can say. How did you, have, you feel, have you learned any new language or picked up some words over there playing overseas? Um, My second year. <laughs> <laughs> my first and what, year. What country, what, what would you say, what country you said would change your culture and open your eyes a little bit more to like different cultures? What country, like, you know, stood out to you most in their culture and their environment and their way of life? Um, everywhere I, uh, wherever I've been, mm-hmm. I would say Italy. Italy? Ooh, how yeah. was it in Italy? How was it Talk about Italy a little bit. Talk about Italy. <laughs> um, it was good, man. I went to I went there actually uh during college, mm-hmm. uh, my my senior year mm-hmm. in Bolton mm-hmm. Green. And uh, they took us on the trip over there, uh five different cities over there. It was it was a good experience to the point of like in Italy, everybody is more diverse. Right. It was like, you know, they have different uh different different cities like mm-hmm. Rome, right. Venice It's different. Ways you to go about it, and I saw you spend some time in Amsterdam too. Talk about Amsterdam a little bit. Yeah. What's, what's up, um, about Amsterdam? So we had a game over there. Um, it, yeah, we had a game over there, mm-hmm. and then um, so that day we just you know we couldn't really do much outside. Oh, outside, I right. But how was how was it over there? Like how was the it was beautiful? It's beautiful. Nice weather. It's really it lives up to the hype of the pictures and everything you see. Yeah, it does. Yeah, it lives up to the hype. And you were in Denmark too, right? No, nah, I didn't go. You in Denmark? You, nah. you were in Denmark? Hung yeah. hung hung. Was it Hungary? Hungary? Hungary. Hungary. How was it over there? How was it over there? It was nice, man. So I went to a city uh, called Pex, mm-hmm. and that's where uh, Budapest is at, mm-hmm. the capital. Um, and it's 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 nice. Mm-hmm. It's only four hours uh, from where I was in Slovakia, mm-hmm. and then uh, usually a lot I would go to the uh, end Austria too. It was like 30 minutes Yeah, early. so you've been around. Yeah, so you've been. That's dope. That's dope. And what? How many years you've been playing overseas so far? Uh, this is my second year. Oh, that's man. good. I that's real dope. That's dope. that's dope. That's dope. So I know. Let's talk. I want to get before I d- dive into you know more into this question. What What's your thoughts on you know COVID nineteen? Man, um, it's uh it's devastating for the fact that the amount of people right you know, like, the lives that's what, that was lost. Mm-hmm. But um, you know, a lot of families got to live up with right. that. For the rest of their lives mm-hmm. and right now it can't be a better time for people to start taking care of their bodies mm-hmm. right now yeah right now is an all-time yeah. high people start training yeah. working out getting fit right right. so um on the plus side uh because there's always a plus side to everything it makes you look at life different mm-hmm. um especially like what you what you want what yeah, you need out of life, exactly you know, the important things so, so, and also now with the COVID thing, how did COVID affect the basketball season? You know, everything's put on a halt now. You know, what have you had to do to adjust and yeah. how's everything going on? So, the COVID ended my uh, season in March and I was supposed to be done in June. So, from that point on, it was like, all right, I'm just, you know, this said, alright you All right, y'all going home. Yeah. Bag and go home. Like that? Yeah, just like that. Buy wow. tickets just like that and went home. But uh, I, love the, I love the fact that I got a, come back home I am because when you go when you play overseas, he basically home for like two. That's years. what I'm saying. How, yeah. how how is how is it overseas? Like, <laughs> you, like you don't get homesick? Like are you yeah, homesick or not? Sure, like sure you FaceTime your family a lot. <laughs> for real. Shit. And it I know it's hard. Like it's good that you're getting to play ball, you know, everything's right. going good, but like how hard is it? Like, you know, not being able to see your friends, family, right. you know, they're not a, a flight away, you know, like right. how hard is that? Um it's tough, but it makes you also, you know, that's you toughen out on your own. Mm-hmm. Like sure you like it. you don't want to depend on anybody. You yeah. you want to Exactly on, on your own. So, right. so I mean it's tough. But that's what I'm saying. And like, talk, talk to like, to people who think like, it's easy to go overseas, you know, like, oh, I can go overseas, you know, this, I can go overseas and do this. Like, talk, right. there's a lot of people who think it's easy, but it's really not. Right. So break down, like break that down to those people who think like, oh, I can go overseas. Man, sometimes you go overseas, you can play one game, you're done. That's it. <laughs> you <laughs> you talk can can about it. Like, so really, if you yeah. if you play one game and you, sometimes just there's, there's teams in certain countries that, you know. You don't play it up to the level that they want you to. That's it. That's it. They back you back home. Hey, by you taking it all like that? Yeah, quick. And yeah. with no, with no, with no remorse or anything like that. It's not even no remorse, but like they gonna let you know, like right. Like, hey, you're not living up to right. what we expected. Right. And best believe, there's somebody up for the next flight mm-hmm. coming in, to take your spot. So, so it's not easy. But talk about like the work, the the amount of work and time that you put in to get to where you're at right now. That's based on the player. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, me, I, me personally, I um, I like to train. Mm-hmm. I like to train, work on my body, right. uh, work on my skills. Because right. I remember, I remember honestly, like a, a year ago, we played out like some open gyms, and I see you now, you completely, you look like an NBA player. So talk <laughs> about like the time, the amount of work that you put in. Like, Yeah, man, it's, it's countless of hours of mm-hmm. just dedication, mm-hmm. man, for real. And for me to be at this point, for, for you to say that, right. I mean, you know, you take that and right, right. keep going with it, but... I took a lot of, uh, you know, there's a lot of battles you right. you endure too. I took a lot of battles after you endure, even right now, whole COVID. Yeah, man. but you're saying you say you got to adjust your yeah. time and everything, right? So right now, I'm just taking my, like, I'm taking my ass to the gym. Yeah, working, working out, doing what you need to do, staying yeah. ready. Staying ready, mm-hmm. but, you know. And let's talk, talk about your time at Bowling Green. You know, we can talk about your college career a little bit. Talk about time at Bowling Green. Yeah, man, so um, I did two years at Bowling Green. Mm-hmm. I came from... Uh, liberty university first mm-hmm. and then uh i went juco in daytona beach mm-hmm. and then uh i finished my last two years at morgan great state and, yeah let's talk about talk about your culture how was how was college here for you um it was it was it was good because mm-hmm. i got a chance to you know yeah play it play, play a lot go play around right. yeah play a lot go around and uh actually win some championships mm-hmm. as well oh really at uh my juco oh really how was that how was that winning championship that experience that feeling yeah, uh, I tell this a lot of people. Uh, I tell this to a lot of people, but uh, my JUCO team was like one of probably my favorite teams, really. Yeah, out of both the D one schools. I but was what had. was it? Was it because like the brotherhood? Like, yeah, yeah, it was more of a brotherhood and like. Because JUCO, you know, I, I played play you know, JUCO and I know JUCO. You, you're like it's like slums. You got to work hard. You right. Know it's like you got you make like a bond with everybody. Right. So it's a different it's a different experience, like yeah. environment. Yeah. And then we got a lot of. Like players that year, that was like from different, yeah, yeah. different. So coaches. you guys were all, yeah, yeah. that's good. So, so then that year, you guys ended up winning the championship. Yeah, uh-huh. I did one year of the And how did it feel? How did that feel? I feel man. it was good, man. Especially for the coach we had played for it too. Mm-hmm. So it was. It was and good. talk about like the the, the connection that. 'Cause I feel in Florida, Miami has a, a close connection with guys, you know, at Bowling Green, you were close with right. some of the guys. Right. Talk about like that Florida connection right. and that Miami connection with the you know with the Hoopers, like, yo, we got open gym at this right. time, pull up, you know, right. talk about that. Even like, uh I don't know you know Dylan Fry. Yeah, of course, yeah. yeah. Play, play with him. Uh, yeah. with uh, um, Shaky, you know, recipe shaky. Right. For for sure. Um, so my my uh Bowling Green coach, uh, Michael Huger, he mm. coached at um UN. He was the assistant coach. Oh wow. So uh, he recruited me out of uh Daytona. Uh, he found out about Dylan, mm-hmm. uh Janiah, and there was a lot of players, uh Marlon, Right. A lot of players. Wow. Yeah. a wow. lot of players. And Marlon's was, playing overseas right now in Italy. Yeah. Right. So, you know. I mean right now it's like Bowling Green has had a good connection with uh, with Miami players, mm-hmm. I would say for real. Yeah, so. That's dope, that's good, man. And talk about like Talk break break down break down. What advice you know? What advice would you share? Because you know you you made a great career for yourself, and you're continuing to grow. What yeah. advice you would share with the younger community and younger high school kids who want to be in your same position? All right. Um, don't settle. Mm-hmm. I would I would say don't settle um, for anything mm-hmm. uh, as far as your life. You know, always move up for better. Mm-hmm. Try to get better in anything in any aspect you can. And talk, talk about the hard work. Like, talk about the hard work they need to put in and de- yeah. dedication and time. Sometimes people just think, like, uh, it's going to happen one day, right. you know, happen one night, you know. But
1: sometimes the only way people gonna
0: understand that it's, it's not really like that is uh, the lesson. Mm-hmm. So That's the only way you're going to learn a lesson? Yeah. That's dope, that's dope. So, also, we're going to close. You know, shooting John out here, so we're going to close with this. Thank you, Wes, for being on the show. No we got a segment we call Gump of the Day. Will you share somebody who stands out, or an event, or a moment in time, great under major pressure to you? Somebody that stands out, or something that's great under major pressure to you that you want to share and send us out on a close with? Um, so we so gump of the day. Sean will do a better job explaining <laughs> it, but so basically we we asked our guests, you know, gump meaning great under major pressure. Mm-hmm. Somebody that you want to shout out for the gump of the day, like. Something somebody that stands out, for example, some people pick like their moms or their coaches right. or this and that. Like somebody you want to shout out that's Gump to you, oh, that's been through a lot of pressure and that's over always staying Gump through it, all, through it all. Hey man, sometimes you gotta thank yourself. <laughs> <laughs> thank, thank yourself. You know me. you got family and everybody to help you along, but take your time to thank yourself. That's a good one. That's what we're we gonna tie this episode: applying pressure, thank yourself. Thank you, Wes, for pulling up. This is Gump Talk. See you guys for next week. Applying pressure. What's up, Gump Nation? Thanks for tuning in this week's episode. You can also listen to the podcast on Apple and Spotify. Tune in next week for next week's episode. Make sure you guys like and subscribe. Also, don't forget to shop on Gump Clothing for the newest merchandise. Tune in next week's episode. Stay Gump.